Hey YouTube, how you doing? Uh, welcome to the Waze uh, 127 broadcast. Hope all is well. We're going to go into some stuff today. Um, Instagram, what's going on, folks? I can just put this down because I know that's working. Um, so yeah, let's go into it. So today, um, I think some of you saw uh, the stock market and a few specific stocks uh, went ham today. Uh, what we want to do is kind of go over the reasons as to why that happened and then talk about positioning. Because again, for me, you know, in 2021, what I've realized is that a lot of folks that make a lot of money, um, they don't really talk to you about how to position your stocks and position your portfolio to actually have an entry and an exit. So we've talked about savings. We've talked about paying down your debt. We've talked about um, financial literacy aspects when it comes to your own personal finance, treating yourself like a business, making sure that you have your own balance sheet, your income statement. You know exactly what you're bringing in, what you're expending out for expenses. Knowing yourself and your situation, that is the first step of financial anything, right? So we've talked about that. Um, but today we're going to talk about strategy and market volatility. Like this year is going to be volatile as heck. And one of the reasons why is simply because it just has to be. You know, as things change, as society moves from one chapter to another, it usually leads in with volatility. And after any presidency, you'll usually see that when there's a changeover of positioning when it comes to Democrats or Republicans, Republicans, Democrat, um, there is usually a change when it comes to the market whether it goes up or goes down, you're going to see something drastic happen. And today was a perfect example. Uh, <laughs> what's going on? Revolution knows what's going on. Um, so you're going to see all of this today. So let's go into it right now. If you're on our YouTube, you can follow us here. I'm going to go to our first window and pull up what the hell happened, right? Let's just, let's just go right now. So you know where we normally go, finance.yahoo.com. And we're going to go straight into AMC first and foremost, right? So for everyone who knows us, who knows that we go into these things and we talk about them directly because we have to, right? Um, so AMC today, let's get right into the skinny. AMC was up 301% today, okay? I didn't make that up. I'm not pretending. That's actually, hey, I'm Bev, what's up? This is what happened today. And there's a reason why that happened, and we're going to talk about that. But I think the most important is understanding the strategy behind when to enter and when to exit that position, right? So for anybody who has AMC stock right now, which is some of you on this uh, live, some of you don't have it, um, is it still a good position to have or to take right now, right? So a lot of folks have, you know, the fear of missing out, right? Uh, FOMO, they call it. And it's like, okay, we've already seen it go 300%. How much higher can it go? Maybe we shouldn't, uh, you know, deal with AMC. Well, the way that we do things is, granted, if you were in this position to begin with, yes, you made a lot of money today. Cool. For all those who didn't get into AMC today, we're going to do what we, norm what we normally do. Let's go back six months. We're going to look at the chart. Okay. So back six months, AMC's high was $7. This is in the middle of the pandemic. Let's go back a little further. I want to go back at least five years because, again, AMC has been along, around for a long time. So let's get a really good mark as to what this company can do and has done. Right. So... <clears throat> At the beginning, before the pandemic, they were still losing a little bit. They were losing money, essentially, right? October down to November, they're losing money. Okay, cool. Um, and in 2020, looks like they were down to $7. So AMC was already trading low, right? In our school of thinking when it comes to growth stocks and knowing that, you know, during the pandemic, this is a good time to, to collect a lot of stocks that are low. Um, AMC would be one of those stocks that I have to collect up. I mean, actually, one of my boys talked to us about AMC Three, uh, three weeks ago. He was like, hey, we should invest in AMC. What do you think about that? I'm like, I don't know. I'll get back to you, let you know. I wish I'd got back to him sooner. But 
at seven dollars, um, six dollars, five dollars, and even as low as two dollars, where it was at in April of last year, AMC was really hemorrhaging. Right, no one's going to the theater, so granted, it's not going to be making a lot of income. However, um, now that we have a vaccine, now that we are dying to get out of our homes and go and, and, and go to a movie and enjoy, you know, the things we used to enjoy, AMC actually, the way that they're set up is pretty designed pretty well to actually take care of a COVID situation. Um, their seats are already spread apart, so you're not really sitting on top of somebody. And all they'd have to do is rotate, alternate seats, and they could still open up movie theaters because you'd get six feet apart from other people. So, like, they can actually pull this off, and they'll probably be the one of the first theaters to actually do that. Um, so just based on that alone, when they got down to $2.30 this year, January 11th, AMC was at $2.33, right? From a high of what? Uh, earlier it was, what, at $19, $12, $9, just decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. When it gets down to $2, at that point, that's kind of its lowest low, if you look at it. If you look at the chart, and you literally look at this chart for five years, that was literally the lowest the stock has ever been. It's never been lower than that. And I think for me, when I see a stock get to a place, as long as it doesn't go bankrupt, which usually that indicates, when it gets to this lowest price point over the last five years, that's usually the best time to buy. But you'll never know when it meets the lowest unless you know what the previous low was. So what I'll teach you all today is this. If you look at AMC stock, right, and you saw that it was hemorrhaging over the last year. So let's start from last year when the pandemic happened, February. Okay, it dropped from $7 down to $3.20. Okay, cool. It kind of fluctuated, fluctuated, but then it went back down to $4, fluctuated back up again. Then it went back down to $2.36. At that point, once it went below this previous low of $2.27, once it went past that, that would be my indicator to look at AMC. Because at that point, I know that now it's trading at almost its, its bottom um, for pricing. There's nowhere to go but up. Even if it only went up by $5, $2, you know, that's still a huge gain on a $2 stock. So its previous low was three, let me pull it out. It was $2 and 27 cents. Okay. That was its previous low on March 30th, 2020. That's as soon as the pandemic hit and everything got locked off. So anytime a stock reaches that price again, that is an indicator for you to think about buying it. Regardless of anything else happening, as long as the company stays in business, you can't really lose on a stock like that. And what I was going to tell my boy before this pumping and dumping happened was that we should definitely look at investing in AMC over the next three months just as like a steady dollar cost averaging in because it's going to be a stock that's use, it's going to be it's going to be bouncing up. You know, right now it's at one of its lowest lows, $2. You can't really, can't really lose on a stock like that. Um, but for what happened, and I want to tell you why this happened. So the reason why AMC blew up the way that it did was two things. None based on its actual selling of movie tickets. It wasn't because we had access to AMC theaters and we're watching movies out of there. It wasn't because of what AMC did. It was an external factor that determined why AMC rose 300%. Um, literally, hedge funds specifically, they short a lot of stocks. Let me see. Let me wave at the people. Rob, what's up? Ogu, what's up? Lovely. How you doing? Hey, Dom. Tice, what up? Mikey, what's going on, sir? Toya? All right. I think we caught everybody. Janelle, I caught you. Boulden, what's going on? All right. So hedge funds typically short 
stocks that they see are going to be, you know, losing value because of things like the pandemic. That's how they make a ton of money. Hedge funds are used to making well above the market returns year on year. Why? Because they're banking on things going down and they're driving those prices down. They're banking on things going up and they're driving the prices up. They drive prices in whatever direction they want because they have a lot of capital that is getting invested into these stocks and onto the options. So what happened with this was hedge funds bet that AMC was going to continue to go down because they were getting close to bankruptcy. They really were. Um, and because of social media and a certain Reddit page, um, folks started buying AMC stock by the masses. And that started popping the shorts on AMC. Now, what that means is this. In every transaction, when it comes to options, someone's betting that the market's going to go up with the stock price or someone's betting and someone's going to bet that it's going to go down with the stock price, right? There's two people at that transaction for an option. Whoever is right gets exponential gain. Whoever is wrong gets exponential loss, which is why if you want to play options, you're playing with, it's a high, it's a high stakes investment. However, if you win, you win big. If you lose, you also lose big. And when hedge funds lose big, you see things like what happened today. That 300% profit, that 300% profit is not natural. That is not a common occurrence in the stock market when it comes from our side. Normally, hedge funds don't have to get bailed out because they made the wrong bet. Usually, their bets are on point, and ours are the ones that have to get bailed out. And this is one of the first times that I've seen the opposite happen, which is this, again, a part of what we talked about last week and the week before. We said that 2021 is going to be stuck with volatility, period, full stop. There's going to be a ton of volatility this year, and I want all of you to know that it doesn't matter what the market does. What matters is your strategy and understanding what you're buying, when to get in, when to get out. Very plain and simple, right? And you can't always hit it perfectly. So what I'm going to talk to you about today is when to get in, okay? So with a stock, and I'll go back to our regular, our regular screen here. With any stock, the best time to get into any stock is when it's nearing a low. Um, sometimes you get blessed where, you know, there's some sort of news cycle, data breach, something else that happens where the stock price can drop by 10%, 15%, 20% in one day, even as much as 50% within a month, right? That is the first indicator that I look for when it comes to stocks that I want to invest in and take money from the gain side. So let's say, for example, you know, the pandemic happened. There's a few stocks that we can show you that did this where the pandemic happened and everyone saw that we were closing down, everything's getting shut down, and the stock prices for a lot of things dropped and fell. Well, if it dropped and fell by 50% or more, okay, that just means that at some point in time, as long as the conditions, you know, go back to normal, you're going to be able to make 50% profit on whatever that stock was if the operations of the company did not change, all right? So, for example, let's, we're looking at AMC right now. So, AMC, before the pandemic hit, was trading at around... Let's see, March, it was trading around January of 2020, $6. That's where it was trading around, right? So last year before the pandemic hit, they were trading at $6, which means that it's, it's plausible to think that if the price falls to $2.30, that, that that price can triple if we buy in at $2.30, right? So as that price is continuing to fall during the pandemic, all I'm going to do is wait for the conditions to adjust we start getting lockdowns less frequently. Uh, the vaccines are working. Folks are rolling out of their houses. AMC puts together some type of implementation to have folks view movies um, at a you know half, half capacity, whatever it is. 
once those things happen, stocks usually tend to rebound to their previous COVID normal trading levels, right? So AMC would have been a good buy just based on that alone. You know, if it was at 230, which it was before this thing happened, and you bought in at AMC hoping that by the next six to 12 months, you make $6, that's a very reasonable assumption to make. I would make that assumption. I was actually willing to make that assumption in about four days <laughs> with my with my guys. Like, hey, let's let's just look at this. Let's do that. Um, but now where it's at right now, I wouldn't jump into this now. And the reason why is not because it's not going to make more money. It will. Um, but what's happening with this stock price is that it's being pumped up artificially. And as you know, with artificial things, at some point that's going to correct. So it may not lose all of its gain. But I don't want to be involved in a stock that's being pumped for reasons that have nothing to do with the actual company's performance. That to me is dangerous playing, and that's when it becomes gambling. So for an AMC position right now, I know that, I mean, even if we take one, it wouldn't be as much of a position as we could have afforded, you know, two days ago. Um, but I would assume that AMC is going to return back to its maybe $25, $30 rate, you know, at some point down the road. And I don't think that $5 on a, tw- on a $19 investment is worth it to me. I'd rather get $2 to 19 as opposed to 19 to 24 That's just not the kind of growth I want right now. Knowing that the market's going to be volatile, it's time for us to really start looking at investments that are going to give us a huge pop, just like what AMC did. And there are a few that have done that so far. So if you guys have been following us, um, we've given you some stocks that have actually done really, really well. And I'm going to call out one of them right now. Uh, this is a stock that we talked about probably three weeks ago. Um, and uh, we've talked to folks in, in Clubhouse about it. And let's just kind of go into, into, into this stock real quick. All right. So this stock, if you're following us on YouTube, you can see my screen. So um, for those who aren't or on Instagram, that's fine. I'm talking to you guys straight up. But if you're on, my, if you're on the YouTube channel, you'll be able to see the screen that I'm looking at. Um, all right. So OEG is a company that I like because I had researched them and they were CUI. Uh, back in Europe and doing what they were doing really well. And now that they are over here stateside, I am looking at what they've been doing. So let's look at six months, okay? So six months chart, um, back in August of last year, um, OEG was trading at 57 cents, right? And this is why I'm saying that I'm not interested in buying an AMC now as opposed to when it was $2.30. So OEG was trading at 57 cents back in August, right? Um, And we collected some shares at that level. Obviously, 57 cents, can't go wrong with that because, you know, again, it's a company that is set in bio uh, renewable energy. So it uses biofuels to create electricity uh, for power plants and water filtration sy- like uh, centers, so uh, water processing centers. So it really is a green energy that helps uh, power water authorities, right? That's what it did in the UK. Came over to the States and it, it bought a company called Orbital um, and acquired its uh, solar uh, wind and other green technologies, as well as their fuel, a uh, biofuel technology as well. So they acquired that company, consolidated it, came out with a new name. OEG is now the name. So when I saw them buying Orbital, right, I saw that as a power play because, you know, you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're purchasing things. Always look at that as an indicator. If you see a company buying another company during a time where no one should be buying anything, chances are they're leveraging for something that's going to be good. Because again, you're playing high, it's high risk. You're not going to be, if you're a company that's about to go bankrupt, you're not going to go buy something. You're not. If you're a company that's ready to move to the next level, 
you're going to position yourself and buy other things that can help you move to the next level, which is exactly what CUI did when they bought Orbital. Um, and now that stock price rose from 57 cents to $8.75 right now, um, and it's on the rise. This happened within the span of, let's see, December 18th up until, so basically a month. It's been a month, and this thing has gone from 50-something cents uh, or $1.20 to up to eight seventy-five. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because, again, when you're looking at entering and exiting on a stock, right? If I entered at a dollar and now this made $8.75, I'm comfortable exiting this entire position right now. I've already made a killing off of this stock. It literally has gone up, what, eight times its original value. That means that if you had $10,000 in there, your 10000 is going to be going to go up by eight times, 80000 So, like, you're literally making 80 grand off of this one trade, right? Um, which goes to the point that I don't care if I'm right on one stock. As long as it's a good stock, I don't care. I don't need a diversified portfolio if I'm picking a stock that I know is going to do well based on the current conditions. Now, granted, what we saw with AMC and GameStop today shows you that regardless of what you want, there are external factors that can really kill your bet. However, as long as you're playing it for the long run, your bet is still safe right? Folks who played the long run on GameStop are still safe. Folks who played AMC on the long run are still safe. Folks who play stocks for the long run, even when the market fluctuates up and down, if you were using our strategy with AMC specifically, right? And I'm going to go back to them on this chart so you guys can see why, like what we're talking about makes complete sense. AMC's chart, we have a strategy where we're buying stocks. If the market goes down, we buy a 150% more. If it goes up, you just continue contributing whatever you're contributing every two weeks, right? So that's our strategy. Our strategy is that no matter what, we're going to buy the same amount of stocks um, over time um, consistently, right? So let's say someone saw this, you know, last year and said, okay, AMC is going to bounce back. They're one of the best movie theaters, whatever. And they started buying stocks last year um, from, yep, let's say from January, right? Can I go back that far? Let me go back that far. One year from January, right? So you were buying AMC stock last year and you wanted to invest only $100 in AMC stock you know, period, right? Stock market's going up, it's going down, there's a pandemic, AMC prices is falling, they're not having profits, not having sales, but you're investing long-term. You're saying, I don't give a damn what's happening. AMC is a great movie theater. I prefer them over every other movie theater. Before the whole movie theater business fails, they'll be the last Mohican standing. I believe in this. Cool. I'm investing in their stock regardless. Let's say that's what you said, right? You're investing in AMC now in January. The stock price was $6. You're investing 100 bucks, so you're going to get that much of stock, right? For $6. Okay, cool. In February, it's $7. You're still investing $100. Fine. In March, it's $3. So now your investment, instead of you getting only what, 40, 50 shares, now you're getting 60 shares, right? So you're getting a lot more shares now because the price is so much lower. Okay, cool. Keep going. Um, April, $2.41. Still buying, still buying. And this is the consistency that I want you to think about for a growth strategy. You do not need to see the stock winning every single day if you know that there's a long-term plan. If all you were betting on was that AMC went back to $5 or $6 or even $8, which is where it was prior to the pandemic, you would still make double your money on your May contribution because it was $4 at that point when you bought those shares. So if it jumps to $8, you've already doubled the money that you paid for, for those shares during that time. And this is why I want you to think about dollar costing into whatever stock you want right now because every stock is depressed. All of them. I can I can list you stocks left, right, and center that are literally been depressed because again the pandemic is affecting companies from making revenue. 
This is the standard way of making money. What GameStop and AMC did today is not standard. There's nothing standard about that, but if you had invested on this basic premise, sometimes things like this happen. This is what happens when you're in the game and when you're actually invested. You have the opportunity for growth to happen, and I'll, I'll tell you a story. Uh, a close family friend of mine invested $200, $250 to be exact, um, on OEG, which I mentioned before, and Jumai, right? Just two stocks, that's it. This individual's account right now is over $2,000. They haven't put another dollar into it since. So from a $250 contribution, that has now grown to $2,000 and still climbing. Why? Because you could not lose on a stock that's going to grow from $0.57. Cents. And that is the concept that I want you all to get hammered in uh, for 2021. I don't want you to find companies that are $0.57 cents and just try to hit it big. No, I'm not a gambler. But what I'm saying is when you're consistently contributing to a stock, that is raising in value because, again, all the indicators are matching and lining up, you're going to make money, whether it's today, next week, 10 years, 10 years from now, you've got to invest for the future. Don't invest for right now. Like anyone that's investing with us right now, I'm letting them know it's a five-year run. Over a five-year period of time, I, I'm telling you that your stocks will increase as long as there's no Armageddon, the market doesn't crash, yada, 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 right? So today was a perfect example of something that can make the market crash. Knowing that AMC went up 300% today, Literally, it's something that can make a market crash if it happens more than once. And now, this trend, you have to understand this. The reason why this happened was because someone was smart enough to look at who was shorting certain stocks and then crowdsourcing and saying, hey, Elon Musk, for example, GameStack or whatever he said. And then everyone that was crowdsourcing on that platform on Reddit said, okay, let's buy GameStop now and let's look at them. GameStop. If you don't know about GameStop, that means you don't play video games. I'm sorry for your life. Game, game, GameStop is amazing. Um, so GameStop, look at what they did today. 134% profit today. Just because of a tweet. <laughs> That's not normal. However, GameStop would have still seen a level of increase just because, again, you know, video gaming has increased and people are buying PS5s, Xbox is coming out. There's a high demand for uh, platforms. So it's something that you could invest in, but it would never have done this. It would never have done this without the Reddit tweet and without that crowdsourcing group knowing that there were a lot of hedge funds shorting this stock. Um, so now let's look at the uh, one year out chart. Do you see this? So GameStop, and, that, and again, when I, when I say to, and this is what you can do for your kids, like imagine this, right? Let's say you had a kid that was what, maybe 10, 11, 12, and you wanted to introduce them into stocks and say, hey, you know what? You play a lot of video games. I'm going to buy you GameStop stock. And you know what? Every month we're going to spend $25 on GameStop stock for you right? GameStop stock for you. You'd be buying those stocks at $3 a share, $4 a share, $2 a share for the last year. Just a little, they don't cost a lot, right? And then think about what that kid's account would look like when the stock price goes from $3 all the way to 347. Like that's why it's okay to invest in Disney stock for your kids. It's okay to invest in Nike. It's okay to buy things that they are interested in, the things that they like, because you know what? You never know what the market can do over time, and it's not going to hurt your pocket to show them that they're owning a part of a company. Like, that's actually what I want all of us to start thinking about for our kids. Let them become owners. And here's the thing. When things like this happen, and you own, and you're in a position of ownership, you're going to be able to take advantage of that. But if you're not playing the game or if you're not even invested in anything, well, you're not going to be able to take advantage of any of this. And one thing that I want everyone to know is that I want all of you to know that we're investing right now in one of the hottest capitalization markets ever, which is a small cap market. 
Small cap is anything below uh, 10, well, small cap and middle caps, anything below 10 billion, right? I am 100% confident in that market. Reason why is because companies like GameStop, companies like AMC will be in that market and jump out into large caps now. I think all of these companies are now large cap, 24 billion. So <laughs> uh, GameStop just bounced out of middle cap. <laughs> it's a large cap company now just because of today. Its market cap is $24 billion. Remember, the cap is $10 billion. It's already gone. AMC, let's see where it is. I think it's, it's, it's probably obviously well out of that as well just because of what happened today. And is it? Market cap, $6.74 So it's still a middle cap. So it's not, it hasn't grown to a large cap yet. But again, that market, that, that group of companies that are literally the ones that are in the next level, I am heavily invested in that market because I think that's the fastest growing segment just because, again, you can get a lot of gains in the small cap market that you won't get really in some large cap companies. If you think about it, look at Amazon, right? And let's pull them up. Amazon is going to grow very steadily over time. Today, they went down by 2%. So if you had a share of GameStop stock versus a share of Amazon stock, your GameStop could have made itself into an Amazon type of company profit in your account, right? <laughs> by being up as many percentages. But look at Amazon. Over the last year, uh, one year, steady, steady. It just grows consistently. You know, 2,000, 2,600, 2,700, 3,000, 31, 32, 31, 34. And now it's just kind of moving sideways, right? It's moving lateral. That's what that company is going to do. It's a large cap company. Large cap, large cap companies are so big that large movements in their progress is not going to make a very big difference on their price, typically. Uh, the bigger they are, the harder they are to make a profit off of when it comes to things like this. But, um, you know, for me, when it comes to small caps, um, you're able to make killings from something that goes from $5 to $10. And remember, it's all about the percentage. It's not about how much the, the share costs. That's irrelevant. It's about the percentage gain that you had that day. So if you had one share of Amazon stock and it lost you 2%, as opposed to having one share of GameStop stock that gave you a hundred and something percent, like the percentages are what matter. And if you invested $10,000 in both of these companies, your $10,000 with GameStop would be worth a hundred thousand now. <laughs> it, it would just be worth a lot more. Um, uh, I'll do the math on that later. I wouldn't be a hundred thousand, but it'd be worth a lot more, um, which is the point, right? Um, and depending on when you bought GameStop, it could be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Right. So let's look at um, a couple of things and I kind of want to make sure we stay on track here. Let me pull up my notes. Um, so. Hold on. And any questions, y'all hit me up in the in the chat. We're all here. We're live. If you have any questions or any stocks you want us to look up right now, what I want to do is I want to start looking at stocks that you guys are interested in and just kind of give you my two cents on whether or not I think that stock is a good buy to enter and a good time to exit. I think that is the conversation that a lot of a lot of folks don't really know when to get out and when to get in. Um, and that's what we want to talk about today. When do you enter and when do you exit? So we already know that entering can happen at any stage. Once you have a game plan where I'm investing in a company that I buy or a company that I support, there should be a portion of your portfolio that is designed to just invest in things that you enjoy. You know, I enjoy gaming, so I should be buying GameStop stock, you know, or EA or whatever. I, I should be purchasing that. Um, I enjoy basketball. So buying any sort of Nike stock or things that are related to sports, I should be investing in that. There should be a portion of my portfolio that is specifically for the things that I enjoy, you know? And I wouldn't say the majority of it should be that, but maybe 5% of your entire portfolio should be invested in things that you actually relate to, 
you know, because that way when something like this happens, you're going to look back and say, wow, I wish I put more money in there, but I, I'm glad I made a, a bump uh, on that stock. Um, so anyone has a stock that they want to talk about? Because I'm going to give you guys a few right now. Um, so the next stock that I'm looking at right now, remember we're staying in the small, the small, small cap space is this company. We talked about this last, uh, last week on Clubhouse. And I'm going to tell you why I believe that this company is going to do amazing things this year. Um, okay, let's close this down. All right, cool. All right, so you guys can see this company, right? Tilray. So it was down today, um, but I'm going to show you the six-month chart on this, and I want you to see that. You see that? So this is also a small cap. I think it's, it's at $2.9 billion of market capitalization, so it's tiny. Um, Mid-look and, and long-term look are positive, which is fine. It's in the cannabis space, right? Right now, they're saying that they're, they've, they've seen a bearish pattern detected. I don't care about that. That's irrelevant to me. Um, so for our all intents and purposes, we're looking at a company that was trading in September at $4, and now they're at $18, right? Where do we go from here? Is this a good time to get into the stock or not? Well, you've seen that they had a market high of $19, and now they've dropped down from that to $18, okay? Cool. One thing that you always have to look at to see what the trend is of a stock is looking at its previous lows and making sure that it did not hit its previous low. So in this stock right here for Tilray, the previous low on this stock would be 826. If the current price drops down past 826, that's your time to get the hell out because now it's gone past its previous low and that uses indication that it is bearish or that it is no longer in a profit-making space. Now, if it's rising... One thing that you have to always remember is that you're going to always meet resistance at previous highs. Okay, what does that mean? So on January 15th, this specific stock had a high of $19.70, right? I'm sorry, high of $20.09. That's its, that's its most recent high. So that's what it's battling against right now. If it goes past that number, which, you know, if it does... That's an indication that it is now strong enough to continue in this growth pattern. If it goes below $8, which is the previous low, this one right here. Actually, it would be this one here, actually, 1131. If it goes below 1131, that's when you got to look out because it might be on a bearish pattern. Bearish just means going down. Bullish means going up. So again, with every company, you always have to have an exit strategy. When do I get in? When do I get out? Right now, I would see Tilray as, again, it's in a market space where it's in the cannabis space. They are owning a lot of market share when it comes to offering these products to, to individuals. And that economy is about to grow significantly. Regardless of what's happening outside of anything else, the cannabis market space is going to grow. And because of that, buying into companies that are producing and offering cannabis products right now at a discount of $18 is something that's going to make you money over the next five years. How much will it grow by? I don't know. But is it safe to say that it could double? Well, it already did. When I bought this on January January 5th, it was $9. It's already doubled. That's 100% profit, right? From January 5th until now. Today is, what, the 27th? Right? So three weeks. It's already doubled in price. 